it is so easy when you're in a final season of something to get frustrated with God and feel like, why hasn't this come any sooner? Why is my end goal or end date not any closer to me right now? Why can't I just wash my hands of it? And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you can relate to that frustration with God over why he allowed certain things to happen or unfold that felt detrimental to you or like the reason why you can't move forward because he didn't bring healing sooner or revelation or wisdom or whatever it is you feel like has kept you in the place that you're in right now. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning, and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today I'm going to be talking about how to endure through and end a season strong. And maybe for some of you, you're in a season of life that you know is coming to an end, but you're not quite there yet. You haven't been able to pull the plug on the final thing that you want to leave and move into. Maybe it's a job that you know that you are meant to step out of and you're waiting for that end to happen so that you can step into this new job, new season, whatever it is, but you're just not quite there yet. You're so close. How do you end strong? How do you endure through a final season? Maybe you're soon to be an empty nester and you're about to enter a new season of life without kids in your home. Maybe you're getting ready to make a move from one location to the next. And you know, it it's somewhere between like six months to a year away. You're in that final season where you know the end is coming, but you're just not quite there yet. I can speak to this season because I am so in this season right now where I know that there's some work and projects that I'm tied to that I won't be tied to forever. And there's a new season on the horizon. And I so want to just rush into that season. Like I want to like wash my hands and just move on to this new season of life that I know is coming for me. And so it has been a kind of a frustrating journey and struggle for me to really figure out, okay, how do I endure this season? That's not quite over yet, but I'm still tied to it. How do I still honor the people and the projects and the work in my life? knowing that it's not my forever. And I can say, I haven't walked this out perfectly, but this is what I'm learning in the process and in the journey. My first piece of advice would be to set aside time to pray into the new season that you're walking into. Really set aside time to dive deep with God, like asking him, what do you have in the future for me in this next season? What do I need to be paying attention to? What direction do you want me to go in? And really set aside time to do that work because chances are you probably have an idea for what you want to do in the future, especially if it's a job change, you know, okay, I'm done with this job that I'm in right now. I'm ready to move on, but I haven't been released yet. You may kind of already have an idea or a concept for what you know you want to move into. So in this season where you're ending right now, take some time to take those steps to work towards where you really want to be. 
if it's entering a new job, whether it's a transfer to another company or you're going to be working for yourself, instead of spending hours, you know, on TV or Netflix or scrolling on your phone or some of the other mindless, mindless activities that we can get sucked into, take those hours and instead build your skill set. Maybe take a course on something you would need to know in that new season. Maybe it's learning marketing because you're going to need to market yourself. Maybe it's learning a new piece of technology, new software. Maybe it's developing yourself as a leader. And so you can take some steps to walk out leadership on the small scale. But the point is that you take this final season of wherever you're at in life and you work with intention because as much as we want to end a season that we're in that we're totally done with, it can actually be a really productive season if we take this time and we either do outward work or inward work towards the direction that we know we want to go in. I know for me in my personal branding journey of stepping out as a podcaster, YouTuber, my goal as a personal brand, I have taken this last, you know, two years of my life and poured into learning marketing, learning personal branding, learning Adobe Premiere Pro so I could edit these videos, absorbing podcast after podcast about leadership and personal development. And so that might look different for you depending on what you're going into or what you're doing, but there's something that you can do in this season where it's ending that can grow you in any areas that need extra development or extra growth to prepare you for the new season that you're in, but you've got to be intentional to do it. The second thing I would tell you sounds really simple, but I want you to hear me out. It is to trust God in this last season of where you're at. It is so easy when you're in a final season of something to get frustrated with God and feel like, why hasn't this come any sooner? Why is my end goal or end date not any closer to me right now? Why can't I just wash my hands of it? And you can start to get frustrated with God. Like I I remember There's been times in my life, actually most recently, where I'm like, God, why didn't you help me find this breakthrough when I was in my 20s? Why did I have to go through my 20s and my 30s still dealing with this flawed belief system or this thing that's holding me back? I didn't really realize until I was in coaching with my current coach that I harbored so much resentment and anger towards God about why he hadn't given me more revelation or wisdom or breakthrough sooner. And while I might not always have the answer for why that is, I know that God's timing is perfect and better than mine. His ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Even if there's been this period of time where I've really built up resentment and anger, and I had to deal with that. I had to really go back to coming to a place where I was even in recognition that that was how I was operating was from this place of frustration with God. I mean, I knew it on the surface, but I really didn't realize how deep it went for me. And when I began to deal with this frustration, it really helped me to obviously release it so that I could then really hear from God what he was trying to say to me. But I had built up this huge wall against him because I was so frustrated that it had taken so long to get to this place emotionally for me. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you can relate to that frustration with God over why he allowed certain things to happen or unfold that felt detrimental to you or like the reason why you can't move forward because he didn't bring healing sooner or revelation or wisdom or whatever it is you feel like has kept you in the place that you're in right now. If you can get into a place of releasing that anger towards God and trusting him that he's always had your best interest in mind. And no matter how it may seem like it doesn't make sense, 
I believe that he is putting the pieces together for your life that give you a beautiful picture. I like to think of God as this master artist. He creates a masterpiece out of our life. So no matter what's happened to you, what other people have done to you that has felt like has created this just like ugly picture of what you've walked through or the things you've done or combination of the two, God being the master artist that he is, he knows how to blend colors and make the picture full and beautiful and make sense. Like with our hand, the brush strokes, the colors, it doesn't make sense. But with him, he's the master artist. He knows how to put layers together and make and blend and make something beautiful and give you beauty for the ashes that you feel like you're holding in your hands. I want to encourage you to trust God in this season. And he's not afraid of your questions. He's not afraid of your anger and your frustration with him. He's not afraid of any of that. So you can go to him with that and then release it at his feet and ask him to give you vision beyond the circumstances that you may be facing right now. And I believe he will do that. The third thing that I would recommend that you do is to dive deep with a coach or a mentor or a really good wise friend, wise counsel about anything that might be holding you back. Maybe that's some inner healing that you need from old wounds or trauma. Maybe you have old belief systems that are holding you back. But I believe when you invite these people into your life, a coach, a mentor, a really wise, confidential, trustworthy friend, they can help us push through these barriers and these walls that we're up against because they can see things outside of us that sometimes when we're in the middle of it, we can't see. So that's why I think it's so good to surround yourself with a core group of people and have those, maybe, maybe it's just one, maybe it's two people who you allow to speak into the most tender places of your life. I know for me, this has been incredibly difficult because I'm such a personal, uh, private person and I feel like I have a really tender heart just from, you know, wounds that I've had experiences that I've had. I don't easily invite people in, but I've noticed that when I do this with the right people, people who God has placed in my life, who are trustworthy, confidential, worthy of me sharing the deepest parts of my heart with them. God has really then begun to be able to do a healing work in me and things that he's wanted to heal, but I just maybe previously hadn't been ready to go that deep yet. And so I think the value, like I said, of bringing other people in is oftentimes they can see our blind spots easier than we can. And when you take that risk of opening up to the right person, I believe God honors that he blesses that. And he sees the courage that it's taking you to do that. And he'll bring that healing. I know something most recently for me, and I know I've shared this on a previous episode of an old belief system that my coach was able to point out for me that had been holding me back. So as we were diving deep in a coaching session, I had brought up a memory that had come to me, like, I don't know, a week or two before I met with her. And I was just sharing with her how, when I was younger, these modeling agencies used to come to towns and they'd rent out conference rooms of hotels and you would go through and they would let you know whether or not you could move on to another round of auditions basically. And I had gotten through this round and they had said, you know, you're qualified or we're giving you um, access to go to Chicago to this other audition. And it was going to be $400. And so I, I took the paperwork to my mom that day and I was so excited and I handed it to her and I'm like, I got to go to Chicago. Like I've always wanted to be a model. This is a dream come true. This is amazing. And she said to me, I'm sure she talked about it with my dad as well, but she 
was like, Don, it's $400 and we don't have the money for that. And honestly, I think it's a scam because if they really wanted you, they would be paying you. And I just had, you know, this huge balloon deflate of realizing I'm not going to get to go after what I want because we don't have the money. And I developed this belief structure out of that, that there are good things for me out in the future. God has amazing things. However, I'm just out of reach of them. They're not within my grasp because I don't have the money. And I have operated for years on that belief system. I had these blocks around money, this frustration around money, feeling like money is always the thing that's holding me back because I don't have it. We're always struggling. And I don't place you know, the blame on my mom or my dad for that. The devil could have used any experience, any circumstance that was tender to my heart to try to make me believe a lie. And he was successful. He did. However, I have since dismantled that lie. And now I don't operate from that place anymore. But it was through that coaching experience where I was diving deep and giving her access to the most tender places of my heart and obviously giving God the access to the tender places of my heart where he was able to bring that memory to the surface. And I realized after all these years that that was playing into the life that I lived right now. So I want you to think about what memories do you have? What things from your past maybe are holding you back that if you allowed God into those most tender places or a trusted friend, trusted counselor, mentor, coach into those tender places with you to process it out and walk it out. I want you to think about the healing that God would want to do to touch that place that feels maybe very fragile or raw right now. And you're like, gosh, I don't even know if I could, but I want to encourage you because I know sharing hard pieces of your story is not easy. It takes a lot of courage and bravery, but the first step is just giving God access to that and then trusting him in the process because he wants to bring healing to you. And the last thing I would share with you about ending a season that you are ready to be done with is to drum roll. This is not going to be a fun answer, but it's the truth. Be content with where you're at in the wait. And that is so not a fun thing to do um, when you're first thinking about it. I know for me, I've dealt with a frustration around contentment and fulfillment a lot of my life. And so to hear someone just say, okay, we'll be content. I think to myself often, well, that's easier said than done. That sounds great. But the act of walking that out sometimes feels daunting, especially if you're in a circumstance that feels really frustrating and unchangeable or hopeless, or you've walked around that same mountain over and over and over again. But I want to encourage you in this because your level of contentment can improve even when you're in circumstances that you want to change or be done with your level of contentment can really rise to the occasion of where you want to be internally. And what do I mean by that? For so many times in my life, I have tied my happiness to an end destination, or I've tied it to the next success or the next season and contentment. Sometimes when you, well, I could say a lot of the times when you do that is only as long as the excitement of the change or the excitement of the achievement or the thrill of the success, it's short-lived because you're already thinking about the next rung in the ladder that you want to climb, the next achievement, the next goal. It's, you know, it's never enough, but if you can get to that place where you are content 
as the scripture says, in whatever season, it will do you wonders because then you'll get to that next season and you have built that muscle of really recognizing how to live from a place of contentment in that, although it's um, room for another conversation that really plays an impact on being able to live from a place of contentment rather than desperation, peace rather than desperation, because when you are always living from this place of discontentment, you may think it's the next thing that's going to bring fulfillment, but it never will because your contentment is not ingrained in you. It's not a part of who you are. It's this place that you come from where you're constantly striving and it doesn't matter what you ultimately achieve. It's never going to be enough until you, until you start to walk out and live from a place of contentment. And that takes a lot of inner work. It takes a lot of diving deep with God and really peeling back the layers to get to that place, but it is possible. So I want to encourage you to do that, to get to that place with God, where you are operating from a place of contentment in this final season that you're in. So thank you for tuning in today. And I hope you found this inspiring and encouraging in your journey while you are in the wait in your final season before you're moving on to the next. That's all we've got for this episode of the called forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called forth. Hey,